So I felt like I could accomplish a lot of things that I didn't before. And it just gave me a sense of pride knowing that choices that we make can have a huge outcome on the rest of your life. Welcome to the Honored All podcast, where we live life in the game, not on the sidelines. I'm your host, Honor Garrett, and today we're here to honor you by delving into inspiring stories of setbacks to comebacks with top experts, entrepreneurs, and pro athletes. Tune in for practical tips and actionable advice to succeed in very challenging phases of life. It's all about self-awareness, embracing change, and adopting the heart and mindset of God. So let's dive in. Today is extra special because we're joined by Scotty Early, a fellow Greensboro, North Carolina native and a friend of mine since high school. Scotty's journey is a testament to resilience and determination. At age 58 years young, she's not only a successful health coach, but also the manager of an upscale women's consignment shop boutique and a proud mother of a 28 year old son. Despite life's challenges that we all have, Scotty continues to inspire us all. Welcome Scotty. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much, Honor. It's been great to be able to reconnect with you after all these years. I've just been enjoying watching you really on social media. And I guess that's like with high school friends, and people that we've known in the past, it's so nice to see people's life's life is evolving and when they have children. But I have especially liked following you because I see that you, of all people who's always been positive, and I remember your positivity in high school, that you continue to grow as an adult because so many of us just get stagnant and get stuck. So tell me a little bit about your past and your background, and then what was that journey to where you are right now? Sure. After high school, we all go our own ways and on our own journeys. And I've always been a little bit of a rebel, still am in my adulthood. But I did the college route, got married, got divorced. We all have those challenges in life, but I think that as I grew, I was brought up in a Christian home. Some of those values went to the wayside after high school, but as an adult, bringing another life into this world, I just realized that they were at the root of myself and just got back to my faith and have put God at the center of everything. And that has made a huge difference on climbing mountains and getting through obstacles in life. So you have a 28 year old son, is that correct? Yes, his name's Jake and he lives out in Park City, Utah and is living life to the fullest right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I, I have four kids myself. My oldest is 28, youngest is 22. And I think about how hard motherhood was and I was actually married at the time and I still am how did you get through being 
a single mom because you were the mom, you were the dad, even though the dad might be in the picture, you were really the, the staple of the whole family and raising your son. How was that? It was a challenge at times. I'm not, I was scared. I had never done that before. With Jake being my only child, my attention was all focused on him, his school life. But luckily, his dad was nearby and was supportive with the things that Jake did. I was lucky in that sense to be able to depend on his dad, and which a lot of women don't have. We had our moments where we disagreed about stuff, but in the end, Jake was our main focus. I guess maybe that probably could have, did that attribute to some of your ability to do things scared when you chose to become a health coach or what, what, how did you become a health coach and what was that journey for you? Oh yeah. After Jake, after high school, Jake went into the Navy and was in the Navy for four years. And at that time it was me. And luckily my family lives close by, but as we age, middle age sets in and we gained those few pounds over the years. And I had just neglected my health for a lot of years. And once I made the decision to start a health program, it just, it empowered me to know that I can make a choice and through the education and the support of my coach was able to get the weight off. And as that happened, my confidence started to come back. I felt like I could accomplish a lot of things that I didn't before. And it just gave me a sense of pride knowing that choices that we make can have a huge outcome on the rest of your life. And putting my faith in the Lord with this, because at the time I was unemployed, it was during the lockdowns and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, God, if this is something that I'm supposed to do, walk with me through this journey. And doors have just opened, being a health coach, reconnecting with old friends and making new friends. And it's just been, it's been an awesome experience. And you have a heart to help people. Obviously you have another job too, helping people and you help them find great fashion. You help them with their diet. And then you also help a family that needs your help as well. Is that just your personality or is that because of your faith? I guess it's a little bit of both. I come from a family of five girls and I was the youngest and I had to make my own way because they were out of the house and gone when I came along. And I've always been pretty independent. And back in high school and college days, you never asked for help because you could do it on your own. But later in life, I realized that we all need help. And at some point, you got to ask for it. And there's no shame in asking for help, whether it's with your health, your faith, 
your work. That's what we're here for. We're better together at, in a community aspect. Tell me a little bit about how you help clients. What is your, what's your program and, and how it works if, if there are people out there that are looking for something that you sure. do? I'm a health coach for a company called Optavia. Optavia has been around for many years and our program consists of four components. You get a coach, you get a community of like-minded people. We meet weekly via Zooms. A lot of us will get together for dinners and then you get, we supply fuelings for the client to use during their health journey. But the connection that you make with people that you're trying to help. And once that connection's made, you watch them grow. And just to see them be able to succeed and put their health first in this journey is probably why I do it. Because seeing these people come out of their shell and that have been struggling with a weight issue for a long time, and just to see that smile and that sparkle back in their eye yeah. is just, it's all worth it. It's just <laughs> well, I it. always say that, and, and obviously you've heard the same, you are going to become like the five people that you hang around. And so the type of people you hang around, but the scary thing about that is, is you and I are both grow and we're taking on new things and we're wanting to help new people and be around people that take care of themselves and that care to grow and have a growth mindset. You sometimes have to let go of people that have been around a long time. Do you find that hard, especially living in the same town? I keep moving, so it doesn't matter. I keep meeting new people, but to be in the same town and people seeing you grow and you knowing that there's some people that aren't meant to be in your life forever. How is it? How do you handle that? And you mentioned a growth mindset. I have learned so much being a client of this program, as well as being a coach that the education that we learn is unending and we're always learning new things. But one of the things that the way I reach a lot of my clients is through social media and I had to learn to put fear aside of what other people thought with posting like before and after pictures on social media, because people want to see how your program works, how long it took you. And there are going to be naysayers, but through my growth mindset, I've just learned to move on and what inspires me the most is, like I said, seeing my clients succeed and being able to overcome hurdles in their life that they weren't able to before. And there's always going to be the naysayers or why do you have to put your picture out there so much? I do it because I believe in this program. It worked for me. I was able to drop 50 pounds. That's amazing. And it has just, it's made a huge difference in my life and in relationships and in my community. And I feel like doing more. So 
you just, I've learned to put those in the back of my mind and not worry about the naysayers. And that's what people don't realize that being vulnerable is so much more courageous than pretending to be something. It seems like you really understand too, that it's not just about food. It's your mindset and it's being willing to learn and unlearn unhealthy habits. And this program is really teaching people a healthy mindset and growing into the person that they want to become, but just don't know how, and with a side of weight loss. So it's community and understanding where people are and where, what their dreams are and their goals and working together to help them achieve those goals. Yeah, it's weight loss, like you said, is a lot more. It's getting your mind. Everybody has to have their aha moment right. <laughs> to realize, hey, I need to do something for my own health so I will be able to give to others. And a lot of my clients through the education part of the program and having me as their coach have just grown so much other than physically, but mentally and emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. So it's, it encompasses a lot. Yeah. It's self-awareness is so key because I think people either get stuck and they think, God, I was just made this way. I can't change. This is just, right. and, but if God puts a desire in your heart, I really believe he's going to be with you every step of the way, but you have to take those steps. <laughs> and I think he gives us these opportunities. And like you said, he walks with us and gives us the strength. If one day we're feeling down on ourselves, you will have that aha moment. And I believe that's God winks coming at us and telling me, Scotty, you can do this. And I will be with you while you're doing it. And that takes a lot of the pressure off to know that there's someone knowing he is walking with us through this journey of life. And even in the valleys and in the mountains, I can look back on life and in retrospect, now know that I was not alone. And if I can help someone as a coach, realize their potential that's why I do this because it's just I just want everybody to be healthy I want them to be happy and know that they're not alone in their health journey like you said a lot of people feel stuck and that's a scary place I've been there and I followed my coach on social media for a year before I reached out to her I was in a of Ben and Jerry's chocolate fudge brownie ice cream. And <laughs> I was like, Scotty, something's got to give here. I made that connection. And actually my coach is Patty Rundy, who I'm sure you're from high school. Yeah. And working with her and realizing that I could do it, I could not help but share it with others. Yeah. And that's what I really believe that if we 
know something to be true and something that can help people, then it's really our responsibility to share it. But it's just like being a disciple. It's our responsibility to share it. How people receive it, we can't control that. And the only thing we can control is our mindset, our perspective, how we look at things. If we see the glass half empty or half full. And I'm sure that there are some women out there right now struggling that might be overweight, might be dealing with menopause issues, might be dealing with an ill or sick parent and the stresses of life are totally overwhelming them. Is there any advice that you would give to them, especially if they're struggling with weight and having all these other stressors on them that you might offer to them? Yeah, as we get older, like you mentioned, we do deal with a lot with the aging parents. I've been there and um, I have a sister now that is dealing um, with Alzheimer's and dementia and it's a lot on a family. But I guess my go-to in times of when I get down on myself is one of my favorite Bible verses is Jeremiah 29, 11. There's always hope. And I'm going to get teary-eyed talking about it, but there's always hope. There's always a, a lifeline. And like I learned, you just have to reach out. And like I said, there's no shame in asking for help. And when I talk to my clients that have followed my journey for a long time, I understand that because I was there. I just always keep in the back of my head and reiterate it to my clients that there's always hope. Yeah. And yeah, that would probably be my advice. Well, there's always hope. And what you're facing now and you have the ability to get through is going to be the gift that you give someone else and helping yeah. them, right? So if we can look at it that way and say, I got to get through this, and then I'll be able to show people how to do it is for me sometimes that inspiration that I got to figure this out because if right. I can figure this out, someone else won't have to struggle as much as I did going through this. And there's so many options like your podcast and listening to different podcasts are very, like you said, very inspirational because those people have been there and they've paved the road for us. And I feel like it's our obligation to pay it forward of all the knowledge and information that we have learned in this industry, because there's so much negativity. And if you're, like you said, if you're not a certain size, or if you don't look a certain way, that's just talk. And we all have our own journey in this life and you just got to carve out the right one that's good for you yeah. and i really help i try to help people with actually being grateful in their now i think when you're fearful it's from something in the past that happened that you're just bringing along with you that you haven't let go and if you're anxious um you're worried about something probably 85% of what we worry about never actually happens. <laughs> right. right. And for me and what I've even tried to do in my life is just stay present. I look at you and you started something later in life just as I have. Right. 
What is your philosophy on that? I feel like you're never too old and it's never too late. As long as you have a breath in your body, there's something that we're called to do. Right. When you can find a passion that you believe in and, and transformations from people that you're working with, it's the most awesome gift that I can get is to see people succeed. And it's just such a blessing to be able to have realized this gift so late in life, but heck, we still got a lot of years ahead of Absolutely. us. <laughs> I really think about a lot is as, as women, we spend so much of our life caring for our families and for our children and for other people, which we love to do and still doing now, but we've, ne we neglect ourselves. And so the hardest thing for me to overcome was that self-care thing. Cause I always thought right. self-care was selfish and now realizing that like the oxygen mass, you have to take care of yourself. So people get the best of you. They get the overflow instead of the empty tank, which leads to resentment and burnout. So is that something that you learn to do because you do have such a giving heart? Yeah. And I think that I've learned that you cannot pour from an empty cup. If there is nothing in your vessel to give, right. there's nothing to give. <laughs> and I don't want to be that kind of person. I want to be able to give to others because so much has been given to me in my life and through supportive family and friends and mentors. Yeah. Fill that vessel up, whether it's like me, I love working out in the yard. I love thrifting and finding furniture to make new and those things inspire me because there's always something beautiful underneath the surface. You just gotta get yeah, through absolutely. the bad part to get to the good part. You obviously have your hands full with a lot of things right now, but what's on the horizon for you? What are some of your visions for the future? I always ask people if you could do anything and money was not an issue and you could explore anything you wanted to do. What are some plans that you're hoping for in the future? I would love to travel more. With Jake, my son, being on the opposite side of the United States, <laughs> I would love to get out and visit him more. Um, I've been to Park City and it's beautiful out there. The, that area is just phenomenal. Also, I'd like to grow my health coaching business because it's been a blessing to me emotionally, financially, and just gives me the opportunity to share with others my journey and hopes that it may be an inspiration to others. Mm -hmm. But life is good if you look for the good. And there's so much around us that's just waiting for us to open our hearts to and to try new things and it's is limitless i challenge you because what you focus on grows right and i challenge you you've helped so many people if you have a vision for helping more maybe think about a workshop a health workshop out in utah 
That's a great <laughs> or idea. Or traveling around. I know a lot of women who are started to collaborate and do conferences for women and have different people come speak. So right. um, that's where these relationships are so great because we can collaborate with people who like-minded people who have the same exactly. interests. And so that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I, our program is not just for women, men, teenagers, older folks have had such success and been able to turn their health around just by making healthy choices and learning to fuel their body the right way. This company has grown over the years and has reached so many. And that's our journey is just loving on people and helping them to grow one healthy habit at a time. So if somebody wants to work with you and they're just finally at that point, like I need to do something and they've really connected with you, how do they get in touch with you? I will have all your links and information yeah. in the show notes for anybody who's watching this, but just easy, quick off the cuff. If somebody wanted to just go look you up right now, what's the best way to contact Yeah, you? I think I may be the only Scotty early on Facebook or Instagram. So that's probably one of the best ways to connect. Just shoot me a DM and we'll get the conversation started. Awesome. And it's Scotty with an I. Okay. Scotty with an I, like early in the morning. Yeah. All right. And Scotty, I, I really appreciate it. And I'll have one last question. Sure. Unless, is there anything else that you want to add or that you would like to tell the audience um, or encourage them with anything? Is there any last words that you would like? Um, I would just say, don't ever let the fear of failure keep you from your dreams. Life has so much to offer and we just have to have an open heart as to things that are coming our way. That's awesome. Failing's good. What is it? I say it's a faithful attempt in learning. Faithful exactly. attempt in learning. You're just learning. Yeah. You're getting exactly. feedback. <laughs> so we can exactly. do it right the, the better the next time. But yeah. it's been a pleasure. And we, we call this the Honor It All podcast. So I ask the same question to end every podcast with each guest. What are you choosing to honor today? I am choosing to honor today our reconnection. After all these years, finding a common goal and being able to share this with you and on your podcast, that's, been, that's my blessing for today. Oh, thank you. It, isn't it neat to like, there was people that are in your lives daily and then you don't ever see them. And then it's, there's just no mistakes. God just brings them back across your path. <laughs> when there's no coincidences in life. What a perfect way really to end the podcast of just the value of reconnecting, reconnecting actually to who God really made you to be. Right? right for all the people in the audience who you were made to be and honoring that and asking for help and i just i thank you scotty for coming on today it's really oh. been a blessing yes thanks so much honor and have a great day and thanks again you're welcome so until next time remember we are not promised tomorrow so be present today it is a gift and take time to honor it all.